Okay guys, welcome back to this episode of Black Talk Podcast. I'm Alana. I'm Lauren. I'm Tierra. And today we are going to try something a little different, try a little spice of life, try something new, and sort of talk about anything that we have experienced this week that was crazy or interesting or just funny. I think Lauren should start. <laughs> Okay, uh, so I'm pretty sure most of y'all have heard by now, um, but if you haven't, Erica Badu definitely let us all know <laughs> how much she values her body, so she decided to sell, uh, is it incense, is that what it's called? It, it was incense. Like, incense. Incense. Yeah, the thing incense. she burned. Yeah, the um, incense. So you watched that, the girl. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely said, uh, yeah, okay. So if you don't know, she sold um, what they just said, and it sold out in 19 minutes. And I'm not gonna lie, when I first heard it, I was just like, "What is she doing?" Like, it's not surprising though, considering it's her. I mean, yes, but I think the fact that it still happened, it was just kind of like, "Oh, it's got shock value." (laughs) And then the fact that she um, explained how she actually made it, I thought was pretty interesting. The fact that she said she literally took, you know, pairs of her panties or whatnot, and then she cut them little pieces and then she burned them. So I'm like, oh, so you giving everybody else the instructions? Instructions. <laughs> oh, how to uh, make this? <laughs> um, but no, I just thought it was um, interesting, and I guess it just got me thinking about how some people really do have no shame and value their bodies and are more open, you know, sexually. And then there's other people who um, value their bodies, of course, but just are more private, which is fine either way. But it, that's that's kind of my crazy thing that I found this week that I thought was pretty interesting. <laughs> oh, that's so wild to me. So I, walk, I work across the street from... The place that everyone's been talking about. It's been on the news all week. Everything. That Degum Leaning Tower of Dallas. You know what I'm talking about? I think I saw like a, the one they're tearing down. Yes. And everyone's going to take pictures by it. And look at it. And touch it. And all this stuff. And it has its own Instagram account now. Really? Yes. I've heard nothing of this. Like literally. <laughs> I go to Dallas every day. <laughs> and it's literally painting me to watch them try and tear that thing down because they don't have like you know you think of a wrecking ball you're like okay it's gonna get the job done it's literally like a cowbell looking Mm -hmm. thing in like a small ball Mm -hmm. and it's taken them almost over a week to tear this thing down and it's just it's sad and people are like going outside holding signs like it's not working i think you should do something different yeah like that's the most like it's so boring, but that's like the most interesting part of my week. <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, I was highlighted by something that was trending. Like it's, it's hideous. But so you agree it needs to be torn down. Oh, and you, it, they were gonna tear it down. It was like a demolition demolition thing, mm-hmm. and they email all the people at our jobs like, if you want to see something get torn down, you can come up at like oh six thirty a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, still there Monday. Like, but leaned over and looking a hot mess. Are they building something? Like, I don't know if they're building something to replace it. I don't know. <laughs> so, do you have something that um, you like to add? <laughs> I don't think anything interesting 
like outside the world. I've been listening to like a bunch of political stuff, so <sighs> that's it. Because oh, <laughs> nobody seems like a decent candidate, candidate right mm-hmm. now. Literally nobody. The most well spoken ones are Pete Buttigieg and Anne, um, Amy, whatever her face is. Mm-hmm. What's a Paul? I hate talking about politics because. I mean, nobody's really going to meet your needs 100%. Yeah, no, which we understand, yeah, but... Everybody I, just seems like they're, they're just selling this big dream that's that they can't. not going to be accomplished. So, yeah. <laughs> just pe- we need people to be more realistic yeah. and honest and stop wasting half of the debate just tearing down each other. That too. Like, um, I feel like this debate just need to be called roast sessions. <laughs> Yes. Because that's all they yes. do the whole hour and a half, <laughs> two oh, hours. They do need to just be called roast sessions or how I'm going to be Trump. Like, that's mm-hmm. all people ever talk about. And it's like, okay. We get it. We Yeah, we but, get it. Like, obviously, you have to beat the person that's in office now. Like, <laughs> like it's not that hard of a concept. Mm-hmm. It's not revolutionary. It's not something yeah, new. Yeah, like, I don't get it. What your plans are with what, reasonable What, are you, what are you going to do? The fact that Bernie can't articulate how much it would cost for medicare for all is concerning he can't put a Christ tag on the how much fact that he even said a 50 bill 50 million 50 billion one of those numbers still a lot of money was <laughs> what he was trying to accomplish i'm thinking dude we still in debt with china in trillions of dollars if we can't even take care of that why are we putting ourselves more in debt yeah that's not a reasonable amount to me that's just unrealistic to the point where it's not even believable like I feel like if you're gonna make that um, proposition, then you need to have a plan with how you're gonna get to that, and not just say I'm gonna do X, something. Y, and Z. But then when somebody asks you about it, you get an attitude which just tells me you don't know. Yeah, you getting defensive because there's not an answer because you know that's not gonna happen. Congress it can't even don't even want to do X, Y, and Z. So why are they gonna do this? Yeah, like it, it's just. I think the funniest thing that's happened so far. Have you seen that the speech Joe Biden gave in like one of the Carolinas mm-hmm. or something? He was <laughs> the funniest thing ever. <laughs> it was literally like he was just rambling. He was just like, "You gotta go vote for the other Biden," and um, I'm running for Senate. And I'm just like, "Dude, I'm just. Are you good? <laughs> this is the funniest thing ever." <laughs> Because when he was, like, ending his speech, he's like, I'm Joe Biden, I'm running for the, the Senate, and, like, left off the stage. It's like, what? The Senate? <laughs> yeah, he said running for the Senate. I'm just like, dude, are you? I'm like, you I really don't think he's, I really don't think he's okay. I really don't. <laughs> like, I truly don't. Like, watching him debate, I don't think he wants to be there. He does yeah. not seem okay. I feel like he would rather, oh just God. much rather be at home. I just thought that was the funniest thing ever. <sighs> But nothing interesting has happened in my week other than me just going to the gym every day. And That's good. Being irritated about my job, so. Aren't <laughs> you looking for a new one? Um, no. Because, I don't know, I feel like I'm, like, in the middle of the Panera ladder. Like, if I get another job, mm-hmm. I'm going to be starting again somewhere else. And I kind of don't want to do that. So it's just irritating me because I was supposed to start, I thought like once I transferred over, I would immediately start this position, but it didn't happen like that. Mm-hmm. So that's just the only thing that's been irritating me 
And on the 11th is when I'm supposed to start it. But if I don't start by the 11th, I'm just... I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. You're just going to wait off, see. But I don't know what I'm doing. Because you met the people <laughs> already, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, we'll okay. see. I hope you tell me it's good by the 11 that you actually starting. Yeah. I hope so too. Because I'll be <laughs> real mad. <laughs> like, I'll be so mad. So, yeah, that's, that's about it. Alright, so do y'all want to jump into the card section? I found one interesting card. <laughs> Out of the 85 cards? <laughs> um. How would you rate your life and what could you do to improve it? I would say it's about a four or five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <What>? I mean, <laughs> okay, how, how can you improve that? One, I want a job. Two, I want to just like, I want to figure out what it is I'm really passionate about. Mm-hmm. You know, I know there are certain things I want for my future. And I think another thing is just, like, I want to have fun. Like, I just don't ever feel like I do anything. Like, I never travel. Like, I really want to travel. And that's something that's definitely, like, I got bit by, like, the travel bug. And I want to be able to go and do stuff like that. But I can't do that if I'm making $10 an hour. Yeah. And so, it's just, like. I don't see how employers think that's reasonable. Like, that's why um, my friend, he's looking for another job. Because he's, like, the hiring manager. Like, he's having trouble hiring people because they start them off at, like, $9 an hour. And it's like, no one can live off of that. Unless you have a family and <laughs> like kids. Like, at all. No, I can, I, me, personally, right. by myself, I couldn't even live for $9 an hour. Like, that's just ridiculous to think that people can actually You're live barely making three sixty a week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just me. Just me by myself. I couldn't live off $9 an Girl, hour. Girl, with these apartment <laughs> rates, is this a rent for these apartments? Yeah, so I just think that's ridiculous. Like, I think minimum wage should be set to where people can actually, like, afford, like, a $1,200 apartment and bills and, like, that and then should that would be incre- the minimum rate. But when that naturally increases the cost of things, though, yeah. as well. And so that's the downside of it. Yeah, is that it makes so that's why it's harder expensive. because it does make things more expensive. Mm-hmm. But people are just trying to have a roof over their head. <laughs> like, we can at least have help people do that. Yeah. Come on, how do you rate your life? I think. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a four. (laughs) (laughs) Just because I. Not even just with work, but just literally trying to learn how to live this thing called life for myself. Yeah. I have not mastered. And I just feel kind of trapped in this space. And I know I can get out of it. Mm-hmm. But there's just certain things that I haven't gotten over yet to really mm-hmm. feel comfortable doing that. So I just feel kind of like I'm just wasting so much time doing something that I don't want to do. <clears throat> but then again, I also have to blame procrastination too because there's a lot of things I know I could be doing better on my end. But I just haven't really done it, done what I need to do either. So it's partly my fault. Yeah. (laughs) And then partly me just trying to adapt and trying to make sure I'm still not in the same boat 20 years from now. Mm -hmm. But it's 
it's just hard when you're trying to just get used to life as an adult but you're also trying to make it to where it's another life you want yeah so i think that's just been kind of hard too I think I would rate it on a five. That's better than us. Because, <laughs> like, my job is fine. Like, now I'm just, like, um, like, my relationship with Shelby is, is good. And I'm, like, actually doing a good job about communicating with people. Like, I was, I was like, I didn't text Lauren in, like, two days. Let me text her. So, <laughs> and I'm just doing better on, like, actually like talking to people every day and my big thing is just like finances and that too like I want to travel mm-hmm. so I'm going on a cruise in, hey, in July. July yeah and then I'm gonna I'm gonna try to go on two cruises this year so I'm going oh. one in July and I'm trying to go one like maybe November or something so cause I'm just like, I want to travel, but I want to do travel in the means that I can afford. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> Because, yeah. like, going somewhere and, like, getting a hotel and then have to get transportation and that stuff gets expensive really fast. And I'm just like, if I'm just cruising for, like, the next three years until I get the money to actually travel, then that would be, like, better than just wishing I could, you know, do something. So... And that's my thing, too. I think everything I have to do has to be, like, this big, extravagant thing. Yeah. So I'm just like, if I don't have enough money to buy to get the penthouse, then I won't go. Like, <laughs> that's just how I think. So just getting out that mindset of, okay, I'm going to pay a little less for this, but mm-hmm. I can spend more money to do this. So that's just my big thing. That makes sense, so. Speaking of money, (laughs) my mom got mad at me because you know I don't want to pay the five dollars to wash my car. So I hand washed it. I hand washed my car yesterday, and um, I guess my dad told my mom, and he was mad at me too. He like, you can't just go pay. I'm like, if you're not paying the five dollars for me, then why are you asking? So I went. Wait, what is so life altering about you washing the car yourself? Though everything is life altering to Lauren's parents. So like. I got home and my mom was like, "You need to go to the car wash to wash your car like everybody else because there's a water bill that I have to pay." And I'm like, "I didn't use y'all. Like I used a whole tub worth of water. I just used like two buckets of water, yeah. one for the soap." And then one for the just water. Yeah. It's like, well, um, I think you still need to go to the car wash like everybody else and just pay the five dollars. Why is it such a dramatic thing? <laughs> I don't know. So I ban I'm banned from that. And then I used I took the vacuum out the house to vacuum my car because I didn't feel like going to the car wash. Mm-hmm. I know that's free, but I just didn't feel like doing it. Mm-hmm. And it's better anyway because I actually get stuff off my car. Yeah. And then my mom's like, oh, you can't do that anymore. You need to go to the car wash to do that because you're attracting dirt in the house from the vacuum and blah, blah, blah. So I'm basically banned from cleaning my car at the house. So now I gotta go Your parents surprise wash. me every day. When I think it couldn't get any worse, it does. That's a new feat. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, my cheapness is a problem, y'all. 
Have you seen the show Extreme Shoe Skates? Y'all comparing me to that. Like, I'm. I'm Lauren, seen like a clip. Lauren's on the line. I'm on the <laughs> line. You're on the line. <laughs> I'm on the line because I, I want to hand wash my car because I don't want to pay the $5. The, it was line. very therapeutic. I hope y'all know that. It was nice just washing my car and it was pretty outside. It, it, it was it was yeah. nice. And I saved five dollars. <laughs> I am not on the line. Shoot. <laughs> I'm gonna protest that. And I'm not using sink water to cook lasagna. Shoot. I ain't that. Wait, what? <laughs> It was an episode on there where this lady was using like old water to yeah cook. she would like reuse her water <laughs> yeah it could be like three week old water I'm just like that is I'm not that crazy though. <laughs> like, it's still good no, no it's, it's not I've seen the craziest stuff on that show. I've also seen some like pretty decent ideas too. <laughs> yeah, bar, bar. I've seen some good bargaining skills mm-hmm. too. Like they'll be not gonna use. I'm like, okay, let me go here. Right. Like, that show will be helping you <laughs> to an extent. To an extent, it's true. <laughs> I don't suggest reusing your yeah, definitely water don't for three weeks. Yeah, that's <laughs> nasty. Water can go bad. I'm pretty. <laughs> <Ooh>, <laughs> All right, so do you want to jump into the topic? Yeah, for today, which is a big one, a huge one. Black hair. Oh. <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I. Ugh. I'm currently still on my hair journey. Because <laughs> I've just been like wrapping my hair. Like I really don't know what I want to do with it. Because I've had dreads for like ever, and then I cut them off maybe four or five years ago, and then I got braids, but I don't like. Like I'll leave them in for two weeks, take them out. <laughs> so, is it just the? Is it too tired? You just don't like. I just get tired of it. I'm just like my head itches, and I can't itch it, so I'm just gonna take it. Out. <laughs> you can't itch it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm still on it. I'm right now, I'm contemplating just getting dressed again, but I don't know. Okay. I have no idea. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> that's fine. I feel you. Like, I just twisted my hair Friday night. That took like five and a half hours. Mm-hmm. So I didn't go to Did bed until like yourself? three. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I could never. I, look, I just <laughs> learned this skill like a year ago, y'all. Yeah. Because I can't do hair to save my life. Mm-hmm. And when I was younger, you know, being a tomboy, I didn't care about my hair. Like, yeah. my hair was, oh. Whatever. So, yeah. And then when I actually did want to, like, the few times I wanted to actually learn how to do my hair, my mom didn't like me really doing it myself at that age. So that mm-hmm. kind of honestly hindered my growth in learning how to do my hair just because I got used to her doing it for me. So when I got to this right. age, I still didn't know how to do my hair. And now she expects me to know how to do my hair. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing with my hair. Yeah. Like, So it's just kind of been a learning process. And both of my sisters know how to do their hair because mm-hmm. they like to do their hair. And my sister, Emery, uh, if you're watching this, Hey, <laughs> she was kind of the rebellious one. So she would go behind my parents' back mm-hmm. and like flat iron her hair when she was in middle school and do the makeup and all that. But yeah. she knows how to do her hair now. She's really good at makeup now. So yeah. the fact that 
you know, her rebellion actually led her to knowing how to. If you were a child <laughs> living underneath your parents' roof, do not take them this as gold advice, yeah, as sage advice that Lauren is giving yeah, you. Look, we are not condoning rebellion. We're just saying. I'm saying she. I'm saying it's good practice. <laughs> know how to do your hair no for sure for sure so with your parents permission y'all i would just recommend to maybe ask your mom or your dad or whoever is raising you to maybe try to have them slowly get you to learn how to do your own hair however that may look in your household because that sounds better i wish that happened with me like my mom didn't put the dreads in at such a young age like she had me know how to do my hair i guess and then yeah Cause like now I have like no idea, mm. and my sister Brianna she knows what products to use. She knows her mm. hair type. She knows I'm just like <laughs> I go to her half the time, mm-hmm. like all the time. I'll be asking. I'm Nia, like, hey, so what do I use for this? Like I'm trying to girl, do this. I'm asking Nia how to can she clean my hair? I don't feel like yeah. Like my sister is 15. I'm 23, yeah. y'all. Exactly. Like <laughs> take her to the hair store, and I'm just like, this is what I want to do. You get the stuff. And all my mom like, was mad at me because I asked her what do I need to use to twist my hair, and she was like, you know, I've been twisting your hair for a long time. You should know a product. I'm like, nobody paying attention to a product you use, especially if you don't even like hair. Okay, let's. <laughs> Lord, go. Oh, I hate being your friend. <laughs> In the way you say it, you don't even say it like. Like, you can't even see my mannerisms. I don't know why I did that. Y'all can't see. She doesn't do, like, the period or, like, yeah. the next swivel or, like, anything. Like, hand gestures, nothing. Laura's just like, okay, and? Like, but I think back to Tierra's point, it's like, I feel like as a black woman, you are constantly going to be on a hair journey because the world yeah. tells us constantly our hair is ugly as hell. Like, yeah. I don't care. Like, my mom had a perm. My grandmother would not allow her to get a perm. And so my mom got a perm when she was like, 15 and we're up and we weren't allowed to get perms that wasn't a decision my mom made that was a conversation she had with my dad and my dad did some research and we were never allowed to have perms in their house Mm -hmm. like now we can do whatever we want for the most part yeah but it's just like until you're 18 you do your hair is not going to be you know whatever but Mm -hmm. i don't i think whether your hair is relaxed straight and braids locks natural like out like Mm -hmm. you're gonna always struggle with your hair as a black woman because people are going to always be interested or people always have something to say within the community or outside of the community right mm-hmm. you're always going to be on a hair journey i do agree with that too because my mom had that same rule too or we couldn't get a perm in our house either mm-hmm. just because i think she got a perm or something she said it messed her hair up my mom's <laughs> hair started thinning at the top and so she had to get rid of it but mm-hmm. i just feel like I don't know. I don't think natural is better than having a perm. I don't think having a perm is better than being natural. Yeah. I know... He's never going to listen to this. I have... Or someone that I know through a family member is all I'm going to say. <laughs> and his opinion is that he has two daughters. He has actually three kids, but two of which are daughters. And they're both mm-hmm. natural. And one works in, like, the restaurant country club industry and yeah. another one did something else but they both had to interact with people on a daily basis mm-hmm. and she realized when my daughter's realizes when she has like on a wig or she has her hair straightened mm-hmm. like every now and again that she gets tips with a higher volume yeah. and her dad was like well that's what it is he was like he personally does not like natural hair and i get what he's coming from it's like you got to play the game to get the money and so yeah. i do get where he's coming from for that but to me to hear a black man 
say I don't like what grows out of your own head. And what boggles me is like it grows out of your head too. Yeah. And it's just this idea that I think we talked about this before. It's like black features are okay on black men, but they're not okay on black women. Right. And it's just Ooh, that's a whole other conversation. conversation. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's this concept of like you know nappy hair is acceptable on men, but it's not okay on black women or it's constantly oh what you gonna do with that baby and it's just like this my dad the other day Mm -hmm. (laughs) like what are you gonna do with your hair i'm like hush what you gonna do with your hair (laughs) i'm gonna do something with it it's in a ponytail let it let me look (laughs) right like i don't i feel like we over manipulate our hair in our community as well yeah i'm glad from like a very because my mom used to perm my hair a lot up until i was maybe like six Mm mm-hmm Seven. Yeah, she used to part my hair a lot when I was a kid. And she told me this story. She was like, I was perming your hair one day, and you asked me, and I were like, to this day, I still remember how bad it burned. Like, it's awful. And she's like, I was perming your hair one day, and you were sitting there with the perm on, and you asked me, you're like, why are you. Um, I asked her, why, why do I have to do this? Like, why do I have to part my hair? And she's like, oh, it'll, so it'll look nice, it'll look pretty. And I was like, is my hair already not pretty? And that's the last day she ever part my hair. Because she didn't want me to grow up feeling like my natural hair was mm-hmm. ugly. Yeah. So, none of my sisters had a perm at all, ever, in their life. <laughs> so, um... I'm sad that had so, to, yeah. like, happen to you. Like, mm-hmm. But sometimes you're... But that's all they... And I mm-hmm. can't blame my mom because that's all she knew. Yeah. Her mom permed her hair. And my grandma's mom permed her hair. So, like, that's all they yeah. knew. Yeah. When you know so better, you do better. I blame her for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm glad that, like, she didn't perm my sister's hair, like, ever. They've never in their lives had a perm. <laughs> I don't think I would ever perm my children's hair either. Yeah. But I think, like, there's this huge... In the natural hair community, there's this huge superiority con complex yeah like like i've never I've heard. Heard. or even like or like um the idea that locks are the epitome of like natural hair like yeah. i love locks i would love to get them but mm-hmm. it's just and everybody like i've had locks for a long time and honestly everybody like lifestyle or just locks just doesn't look good on everybody it just doesn't like if you prefer <laughs> that hairstyle that's cool if it looks good on you but like that's another thing like some people think um, everybody, every black person should just have locks. Like, yeah, no. like no. <laughs> yeah, like no. three people ask me, "Are you just gonna get locks?" I'm just mm-hmm. like, I don't know, because that's not something I really want. I'm not yeah. about to sit here and waste a lot of money to it's get them. Expi- it's now, very it's like expensive. six to eight hundred dollars mm-hmm. just to start them that process. Wait a minute, are you talking about sister locks? That and sister locks, sister locks are, are hell of expensive. Yeah. That and even if you're not getting sister lock, it's still high. And I don't want to start that process not even sure if that's what I want to do. Like, I feel like you got to do a I'm lot sure. of research yeah. to like you, make sure. You want it to look right in your head. Yeah. Like, yeah, somebody playing ahead putting locks up in yeah. <laughs> Like, people really be playing up in folks' heads. Mm-hmm. Like, the shade room, would people get, okay. <laughs> like, what I wanted, what I got, those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's a, also superiority content plex with like hair texture because you follow those, like natural hair pages and they like my sister will send me stuff and she's like all they post is like mixed girl quote-unquote mixed yeah, girl type three hair like and i'm just like okay just call yourself like a mixed girl hair channel and like call yeah. it whatever and it like 
it's just this idea of like mixed hair those loose curls are superior mm-hmm. to in it's really tight i have coils. really tight textured coarse hair i've broken combs in my hair before <laughs> like i literally me and my dad's hair is the, is the exact same thing it's super coarse super thick um and yeah most of those like like hair videos i watch and stuff i'm like i literally can't do this yeah. <laughs> i can't do this like this is not for me and it's like black girl hair and stuff and i'm like this is I just this is false information and then they'll put like 4c in the title and people like i do feel like some people are super hyper like they'll just dissect it and we're like oh your hair's not really 4c when their hair actually is yeah. but i get where they get it from because like people will put 4c in their title and their hair is barely 3c at best <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Very <laughs> like, very like. I don't get it. Yeah, it was just to get people to watch them. I just I feel like, I feel like every hair texture truly is beautiful. Yeah, and the whole idea that makes people have to have like these curls. Like this girl I watch, her sister has stereotypical mixed girl curls, right. but she has type four B four C hair, mm-hmm. and it's just so funny because when you look at her, you would think she was white if you didn't see her hair. Yeah, if she had her hair straightened, you would ne- you would think she was a white girl. Mm-hmm. But. The black community is very much so obsessed with what be going on in women's heads. Yeah. Black women's heads. And it sucks because it's, it's like you were saying before, it is a constant a journey and stuff. Because I've thought mm-hmm. about like just cutting my hair completely because I'm oh, just. No, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of at that point now. I'm like, man, just cut off. <laughs> I was bald. Like, I had a buzz cut. I think you've seen me with it. Mm-hmm. And it was. It like, was cute. It was super cute. I loved mm-hmm. it. My mom did not. <laughs> <laughs> it grew on her like as time progressed i will give her that but like it's just something that i just feel like it really has to be something for yourself i think yeah. that i'm at the point where i'm tired of having loose natural hair so i would either a cut it or b get locks yeah. i'm just tired of it um did she not like it just because it was short or like she felt like all those all her like for like the did. generation that she came from is like when if you're a black woman one your hair was probably straightened mm-hmm. or b your hair was longer and to some degree, whether it was natural or not. And so to her, like, short hair isn't feminine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless it's very much so up, kept up like a like a permed pixie cut or something like that. Right. Okay. Yeah, I feel you too. Because somehow my dad found out that I wanted oh, to yeah, cut. Oh, yeah, I think he told me that. It, I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how. Your dad be on tempo. <laughs> He's like, here's Lauren. Her dad is like... <laughs> I don't know how he found out that I wanted to cut it because I called my sister because the only person I told was Emery. Yeah, I'm like I texted him like, did you tell him? Mm-hmm. And she was like, no. And I asked me, and she's like, I didn't tell him. When did you tell? Where did you tell Emery though? At home? I can't even remember where I told her. I feel like your dad at this point he'd just be having the ear to the door. He works my like, mom, <laughs> or he has the house bugged, right? For real. <laughs> like, and then he was like, oh, so you thinking about cutting your hair? Which I'm in full support of. I think you should. I really do. You think it'll look good? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, I forgot what I said. I'm pretty, I'm pretty lied. I'm, pre- I'm sure I, pretty, I said lied or something. Yeah. And and then, um, to, and I know what he's thinking in his head because yeah. he's thinking, oh, she's trying to be a boy. That's why she wants to cut her hair. Yeah. And blah blah blah, and I didn't want to have that discussion, so I'm just like, no, blah blah blah. 
But it just really pissed me off to know that people have that correlation with cutting your hair automatically making you gay. Right. And that's not that's for everybody. Some people literally just want to cut their hair because they want to cut their hair. Yeah. And it's just it's just annoying how sometimes men have this thing to where they want to dictate what you can do with your hair and all that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you don't have any hair. Hush. Yeah. This is my hair. You're not doing my hair. And stuff, and it just kind of irritates me because I know, like I was saying before, my whole life I've been judged. Either my hair wasn't right, yeah. I wasn't feminine enough, or it like my because my dad likes when my hair is like pressed mm-hmm. and stuff, or when I'm like dressing more like feminine and stuff. So it just really irks me the fact that he essentially thinks I look better as if I'm guess I'm prettier when my hair is actually flat ironed and stuff and yeah, that just kind of irritates me and I think you're just touching on something there it's like this con like the the that's another thing it's like we talk about women black women and other black women's heads it's the odd thing to me for black fathers and their obsession with their black daughter's hair. Yeah. It's like, because you shouldn't find your child attractive. Like, your concern should be that they look presentable no matter what their hair type is or I what their that, hair texture is. I know for him it is. Because he's always felt like I don't present myself well enough yeah. to attract men. Like, he straight up told me, like, you need to dress better mm-hmm. for men. I'm like, why do I have to change my whole self to for please else. a whole yeah. man? If you don't like me for me, that's an indicator right there. You're not the one. Yeah. So I know that's what it is for him. It's not anything like that. It's just the fact that he just wants me to get a man. That's his goal. Yeah. <laughs> In his head. That's his only goal for you. <laughs> Which I think is ridiculous because you're doing, like, what you want to do will, like, pioneer the, um, like, therapy industry it's really like cool and the fact that he's his focus is not on you having a career to sustain yourself and to make you happy it's you have to find a man and have a family like that is his vision for you and i think that's it's not part of the vision it's the soul vision yeah Yeah. but you're just like a really goal oriented person and you're really in your career and he's like Nope. I feel like I could be the president, y'all. And it's just because yeah. I don't have a man right by my side that just mm-hmm. hurts him. Yeah. And I'm just like, bruh. That's Do all you, he sees. Uh, let's talk about this.